I don't even know if uh, Yaakov Shweki himself realized how big this uh, CD, including that song, Eight Recode, would be uh, off the Kolod CD, of course. Yaakov Shweki, when we heard yesterday the whole story uh, about the um, first the cancellation, then the reinstatement of the big show in Kesaria during the summer of 2014, I asked if he could come on and just discuss this, uh, what must have been uh, just a an emotional roller coaster for everybody involved and obviously a really successful show that the fans absolutely loved back on the 19th of August. Yaakov Shweki, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you so much. Good morning, Nachum. Good morning to all the listeners. Good morning. Great to speak with you. So on the 19th of August, originally, it was scheduled that you would be at Kesarya. You've been there before. We know that these are mammoth concerts with incredible sound, lighting, orchestras. Always something significant happens in the, you know in, in terms of a Jewish music history. Always something significant happens on stage there at Kesarya. And then you were told, or you were advised at least, that the event should be canceled, right? Yeah, I mean, Nachum, I gotta tell you, it's one of the most emotional roller coasters I've ever had um, in this uh, in this journey of mine. That's uh, almost 15 years old. Um, we we all know the situation that Amisro was facing, and uh, I remember just sitting there and listening to to my Rosh Koyal speaking and saying that each one has to use his talent to unite Amisro. Each one has to use what he has or what she has to really give back. And, to, and if anybody could afford to go to Israel and show show uh, unity and show you know even just you know go learn there whatever you're doing you know just to, just to be a part of Am Yisrael and to go there and really and whoever can't obviously prays and does this thing from America he was talking about this and I said to myself you know what no matter what we have to do something and uh, it actually you're right it was canceled it was canceled only because of security reasons and and the it's not so simple. Uh, when we do something, uh, especially I always do something also, and when, when I do it with, in Israel, we invite soldiers to come. Right. And uh, I wanted to do it that way also, and the security said for sure not, even for, for people, and, and the everybody knows the situation. And then afterwards they said it's still possible maybe to, 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 to do it because there was a ceasefire, and, uh, and we were back and forth on it. And we said, you know what? We called up and we said that 10 days before, and it's a tribute to, uh, my managers, Desharon Daniel and Yochi Briskman over here and all the people that Yodi Zoller, all the people that really said, you know what? We'll go into it no matter what, no matter what happens. And it was a, it was a big chance to take, but yet, you know, it was, Nahum, I gotta tell you, I could sit here all day long and tell you of, Great, great accomplishments and concerts that we've done around the world. This was one I could say that I'll remember for the rest of my life. Wow, yeah. unbelievable! Yakov, Yakov, Shweki is with us. So that was that ended up being a Tuesday night, and you told me off the air that that night actually the ceasefire ended. The enemy decided to uh, to launch some rockets that evening. Yeah, the enemy that we're talking about is, is an enemy that doesn't keep their word ever. So the ceasefire was really officially supposed to be till 12 o'clock, and that's why the security over there said that you can do it um, that day. Um, and we, we said, okay, we're okay. And at 7 o'clock already, well, as people started you know, pouring into Kisaria, security actually called over my managers there and, and told them, you know, we might have to, in the middle of the show, to get everybody on the floor. Um, and, and do the procedures, you know, the protocol of what they have to do when missiles start uh you know, even nearby. So it was a very nervous time. It was, but but I think it's because because of that, Nahum, 
the soldiers that were there, uh, hundreds and hundreds of thousands, probably a thousand, I don't remember how many, actually a lot of them came on stage with their guns and singing, Am Yisrael lo lefached, Hashem elokecha olech itcha. Wow. Uh, they were singing and, and, and just raising Israeli flags and, and, you know, many people from, not to, no matter who it was, was just so united. And that was the, the theme of the night, Nacho. The reason why it was something I remember, I'll never forget, there was a, a, a speaker there, a woman who lost two sons in the Israeli army. And she says, you know, I lost two boys. I, I don't know what grave to go to first, but I can tell you, you know, this was not her exact words, but this was the, the theme, is that we have to be united. We are, we're, we're the smallest nation, yet the most powerful. But yet we have to, you know, have the divisiveness really stripped from us. Because we had, it's night like these that I look around and see, you know, no matter what background you're from, whether you're very from, Baruch Hashem, you were Zohar to be from, Zohar to be learning, or you're, you're, you're totally, uh, you know, grow, you didn't grow up with that. No matter what, we're all Jewish and we all have a soul. And we're oh. all brothers and sisters. And no that I, uh, you know. Yeah, no question we felt that type of unity this summer, and I'm sure there you felt it even more. You know, you, you've, per, as you alluded to, there are always soldiers at the concerts, and the, you know, the one from, I guess at this point it's about a year and a half ago, the one you did where you actually dedicated a Mishaberach for Tzaha was incredible, and the soldiers participated in that, and everyone loves the visual and the audio from that concert. But with all of that, with all the times you've performed for the troops, and they've joined you, whether on stage or in the audience, this had to have been a completely different experience with them. What was it like for you as they, you know, did what they always do, as they swayed and sung to your songs while all this was going on? That, Nachum, that's why I say it forever will be remembered in my mind, because... We did the Misha Baruch actually with the second song of the night right away. And soldiers were on with me, and we were all crying to the to the words. Hashem Hashem should you know these guys Nachum and you know this. They're 18 and 19 years old, young kids. Yep. I went to the hospital actually to see the injured soldiers and took them out of the whoever the doctors permitted from Tel Hashomer. To, to come with their families, and thanks to all the sponsors, of course, that we're putting out a clip, actually, of Misha Baruch, just uh, some pictures just uh, of, of what happened there in the next day or two, so people just can see some memories, but it just to, to take them out and to see them, even some of them in wheelchairs, some of the, and some of them on stage in uniform, singing the Misha Baruch and swaying to it, like you said. To me, uh, how could you not shed a tear? Yeah. How could you not? To, it was just an unbelievable night, and the emotions were, were just high. It must be interesting when you're visiting soldiers who are looking at you with awe, and you're doing the exact same thing to them. You know, you're looking at them. Yeah, you know, the soldiers <laughs> looked at me and said, "Wow, I can't believe you came." And I looked back <laughs> and I said to them, "I said, are you kidding me?" I said, "Yeah, you guys, you don't know how unbelievable you are." You, you guys are 18 and 19 with your whole life in front of you, and you're ready to take a bullet for us. You're ready to do anything for us. How could you not, how could I not, I'm speaking for myself, how could I not come to you and just sing you a couple songs? What is it for me to come and just do this for you guys? It's my honor and my, and they would just shed a tear just thinking, you should know, and everybody should know, that whoever goes there and just shows just, just, just how cars itself just says thank you, just that it has some gratitude uh, for what they do. Whether you agree with the politics or not, we don't get into that. That's not what I'm there for. I'm there for just to say thank you and to show love. 
and it, it was just you know that they they feel that way and we feel that way as well you're right it's we you know i got a call now also when i was there once they heard we did a casaria actually to go to an intelligence corps you know for all the intelligence people right actually shimon Perez was there and the, the chief rabbis were there and uh also, I thought to myself, you know what, they, they, they might not know, not everybody might not know, Behisha Amda and Imashka. I'm telling you, as soon as I started singing, <laughs> the whole place, the whole place, in some uh, place, you know, undisclosed location where the address wasn't even on the navigation, you know, they're all raising their hand and singing, HaKadosh Baruch Hu Matzilenu Miyadam. It was just a Kiddush Hashem, the, the, the fact that they all knew it. And they're all waving their hands and singing the songs. To me, there was no trip like it. Really no trip like it. Pretty amazing. Some of the songs you're singing are becoming uh, modern anthems for modern Jewish history. It's pretty incredible. Yaakov Shweki is with us live via telephone. I hate to ask you about the logistics of certain things, but you know my curiosities. Is this Kesaria concert one that we're going to see? Will there be videos? Will there be a release where we'll be able to uh, actually enjoy some of the magic that you had that evening? Many people ask me that, and I, I say with sadness that it was so so last minute and so hard to um, get the. You know, when we do a video, Nachum, and you know this, uh, I've told you this in the past, that we don't just take two cameras and have them show up and, mm-hmm. and just, uh, you know, we have to have a, you know, in the Nokia Stadium, for instance, there was 16 or 19 cameras at the end, and they mm-hmm. all have to be um, in order. There's an editing truck. That everything was done correctly, and it's very time-consuming, and we cannot do it this time because I wish Nachum, we would have done it anyway. I don't think it would have been possible, and that's why we didn't do it at the end. The only thing we're going to do is in the next day or two, maybe today or tomorrow, or in the next couple of days, we'll put out the Misha Berach with some pictures of memories of just uh, a little bit of what happened there. We're actually working on also in the next, uh, in the next uh, hopefully five, six days, to put out the it's record that you were just playing um, oh. an official video on that song also. So Very we nice. Have some stuff being put out. All right, we look forward to that. And I, you know, I've never joined you in Kesaria, but I keep reassuring Yochi Briskman that once uh, that one time I will, Bezrat Hashem. Um, what is it about that place? I mean, you've been, you know, even in Israel, you've been in plenty of big arenas and obviously plenty of concert venues. But it seems to those who are casual observers from far away that there's something about that location that makes you, I don't know, it just it, it, it injects you with something extra special the evenings you're there. I got to tell you, I know sometimes you just don't know what it is, but it's just the place itself. And I tell people this all the time, and I said in the interviews before, is that, you know, you can go to the Beacon Theater, which we've done, the, the Carnegie Halls and the Lincoln Centers in New York, and they're all great, they're all beautiful. To me, Casaria has something just magical. It's all stone seating. It's in a location where it says in the Gemara that Rabbi Kiva was the one to do the Kiddush Hashem, the most, one of the most famous Kiddush Hashems where he died in, in, right nearby there. Uh, there's a certain aura to the feeling of the place that just you don't have anywhere else. The acoustics, the natural acoustics, the stone. And just the place. Just, I don't know what it is. Nachum, I wish you would have came to experience it because you would have maybe used better words than I'm using. <laughs> That's your business. But um, I don't know how to put it into words because it's just an aura and a feeling that I don't get anywhere else. I don't know why. Yaakov Shweki is with us. You know, I I, I was told yesterday that um, you're going to be traveling again, obviously. I mean, this is we're, we're assuming that it's going to be another very busy concert season for you. It will include some major cities in Europe, 
As you look at what's happening in Europe, do you have, I don't know, any trepidation or any significant thoughts about security when you think about some of the places you've been to and that you're going to be revisiting in the next few months? Well, it definitely crossed my mind, but I, what does always the, 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 the main thing that I think about is, is first of all, I, I'm not, the, I'm not the nervous type to get nervous for myself. I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm not afraid. I'm not, but, but at the same time, I don't take chances. You know, we have, right. We have also great, great security all the time in Europe, especially even in the last couple of years where we've had, you know, bomb sniffing dogs and all the security that has to be. So they know the place is secure. You know, and I, I, I look at it this way now, that in, in this time, they, the Jews over there that are there needed a lot more. Oh, yeah. When I heard you're heading to London and Paris in the next few months, I was I was very happy to hear it. Believe me, people need chizuk in places like that. They really, and they, they all tell us afterwards how much it means to them. If you imagine now, even with the heightened, you know, situations that are going around, I'm not, I'm not, not afraid at all. But, but I, I am. It does cross your mind, right? You know, take maybe a little extra measures and not to, you know, go out at night without, uh, you know, any, you know, which just with a driver. You have to be a little more careful. But, but it, it's the hidden need physic wherever they are. And to me, music is, a, and you know this. Music has a way of just bringing all different types together as one, and to have a feeling that you know you're 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 happy to be Jewish. So it's so happy at the same time. You know, this is the time to show unity and to really. Uh, I, I look forward to it. I really do. You know, not, uh, you know, you know. This is something that I saw in some of the reviews from the Caesaria concert that we were just talking about from a couple of weeks ago. Uh, yeah. it, it is amazing. Just how many people are, you know, again, as you described earlier, you know, their daily life may not be filled with Jewish ritual, but it's amazing how much Jewish music they know and how many of their songs you appreciate to the point where they're ready to come out to a concert and enjoy them live and in person. Yeah, I, I'm always amazed like that, especially in Israel, to see, you know, people in the intelligence corps and people all over, you know, Kassaria, half the place sometimes. You know, not not didn't grow up in their religious homes, and they come out and they really, you know, and a lot of them it changes them. Uh, but really, I, I, yeah. I hear stories all the time how just one night of a concert um, really got into their soul, and they really want to be, you know, more religious and more of this. And then, you, you know, we 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 was well, something I'm very very proud of uh, is the fact that Jewish music can really, if you do it right, and you show them that concerts could be done right and, and professional and and. and Sound was just something. I'm telling you, my wife came with me, Nahum, and uh, she's a critic on sound over the years. <laughs> she, she sits there in the crowd. She told me, I cannot tell you. There is no richer sound than to hear the whole band in the right acoustical place. In the right, and that's, that, that's what you do. It goes into the soul. And you're right. All the people that didn't grow up, you know, like we did. You know, uh, it changes it changes the lives forever. No, no so. question about it. You know, I started this conversation by alluding to the success of the Kolot CD, and if Yochi Briskman was brave enough to come on the air, he'd probably just say, you know what? When you have great songs, you're going to have a very popular CD. <laughs> is, is there any additional secret why this one has uh, really taken the world by storm? You know what, Nahum, I hear this from everybody, and I, I, I can't stop listening to the CD myself. They all ask me what I listen to in the car, and it's, it's that CD still in, cause I didn't press eject yet in my car. <laughs> uh, the, the, it's such a, it's such an easy listening CD, meaning the, the arrangements, you know, everything uh, needs the Yad of the Shmaya in a music album. And you need, obviously, like you said, the right material. 
Right. But at the same time, the arrangements and the mixes and the sound just has to have a certain... You know, we took brand new people again on this album, and it's a lot of times when you take brand new people, you don't know what's going to come out. But um, it, it really is one of the masterpieces to me um, that I've, I've heard from everybody. That there was, uh, The other night at a wedding, I just did a wedding Sunday night at the Brooklyn Marriott, and a little lady came over to me and told me, listen, I recommended your CDs to all my friends. And I'm telling you, the, I never gotten feedback on a Jewish album, Jewish music CD, like I did on this album. Huh. I don't have words to say. She tells me that. I don't have words to say how every song is better than the next. There's not one song that I skip. And I've heard this from many people, and it's something that, that uh, I'm very thankful for or humbled by it. And it's something that, you know, we always say, how are we going to match it? You know, it's very difficult. You know, these albums are, take a lot of Siyadah Deshmaya. And take a lot of work, and uh, that's how we, you know, we 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 tell people. I thought of you when I was in Israel. I turned on the uh, t I turned on the TV, and the Voice was on. And I I don't know if you know or not, but one of the stars of the Voice in Israel is Shlomi Shabbat. So I had a right. I had a chance right. I had a chance to actually see him and to enjoy his personality. Now I understand why you liked working with him. The man uh, again, limited background, but the man certainly I don't know. It seems like he has a real soul and he just has a nice friendliness about him. Very very friendly, very also emotional, which I like. He he spills out his heart on stage, which is something that I I really look at a performer uh, to just he really means what he says. He's not a uh, He's not one of those phonies. You know, he really does it. He came to Nokia Stadium. He was crying tears as he walked off the stage, and he gave me a hug. He said, please, I want to be a part of something. I want to be a part of And that's when we made a pact, actually, after that Nokia Stadium concert. On stage, actually, he says, if you have a song in the future, I'd like to be a part of it. And he, he really was, was uh, and he's not missing any work in Israel. He works very hard. You know, <laughs> he, has, he has a lot of uh, demand and a lot of this, but he's, he saw a, 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 an emotion that he never had before. He told me, I never saw Kiddush Hashem like this in my life. And just remind me, who, who made this shidduch that he ended up in the Nokia Center with you? Well, we, we actually were looking for, you know, Sharon Daniel and Yochi were, were really searching, and myself were looking for somebody who, you know, who can really spill out his emotion on stage and something that we haven't done before. And we, we came across, I don't exactly know how, I think uh, Yochi also heard the song Enot Milvadon and Sharon also heard about it. You know, there was a song about Hashem, about right. that was a big hit. Right. We said this guy really, really is, you know, his music is, is a lot of the songs are becoming religious, more religious. And it's something, you know, crossed our mind. We started pursuing it. And he really was a pleasure, pleasure to work with. He was somebody that, that really, and I was so proud for him to be on the Kolot album, on the title track, because it really, really, and this, uh, this song, you know, we actually got to meet the three mothers of the three teenagers that got uh, kidnapped, my wife and I, uh, with Rabbi Lau. Um, got to meet uh, the parents. And really, there's no words to say for the pain that they have, you know, the, 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 the pain that they have. But one thing we did is we invited them to come and to be a part of the, the concert. And, and obviously, they don't want to be in the public eye, so we didn't mention anything. But... It just shows you that uh, somebody is really, that song was really, was one of the songs that was during the situation of one of the 18 days that the three boys were taking. If you look at the words, and if you think about the words, right. the voices of the mothers, the voices of the lost ones, 
and it was really, really uh, um, appropriate for the situation, and they really played it a lot. And it just shows you, uh, you know, obviously, you don't look for these things to happen, God forbid, and you never uh, want to ever hear about those things. But when you could get a song that could just be a little bit of a, an inspiration, um, it's something that, that uh, you know, is amazing. I hope all the listeners appreciate all the different themes that you touched on during this conversation. What an amazing centerpiece to a very difficult summer, August 19th at Caesarea. Just unbelievable. Uh, Yaakov Shweki, continued success. Shana tova to you. Shana tova. And I can, tell, I can tell you on behalf of everybody, we're looking forward to even more material. I know, I, I know as you said earlier, it's not always a, it's not always a pleasant challenge trying to uh, top or trying to at least match what you've done in the past. But we look forward to that, I can tell you. Oh, yeah. We are going to put out the Misha Berach and Ed's records. Look out for that in the next uh, week or so, in the next couple of days. And uh, thank you for, Nachum, really, uh, you brought me back. You brought me back to the emotions of <laughs> August 19th. It's something that was unbelievable. Well, we heard the story, and I, I'm sorry. No, it was just an amazing Kiddush Hashem. That's all I can say. Yeah, we heard the story, and I said i got to share this with my listeners because just, uh, this connection to Israel that you uh, mentioned earlier, how strong it is right now, it's got to keep going. It's got to keep going throughout the entire new year in Bezrat Hashem forever. Yaakov uh, Kolakavod, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. There he is, Yaakov Shweki. He mentioned, and I mentioned, the Kolot selection with Shlomi Shabbat, and he, boy, he, he reminded us how appropriate these words were for the situation that started the entire situation, the uh, for the circumstances that started the entire situation this summer in Israel. It's Kolo, title track at JM in the AM.
In the AM, Kolot done by uh, Yaakov Shweki, Shlomi Shabbat. Great conversation. I want to thank Yaakov Shweki. Great conversation about the unbelievable summer in the state of Israel.